let's talk a little bit about what is a Bar Avraham? Why do we do what we do? Okay? First of all, and this is uh, good for all of us to hear, uh, but uh, especially uh, those who may not be familiar with messianic worship and, and uh, what, this is, uh, what this is all about. In order to understand what Bar Avraham is, means son of Abraham, okay, that's the, what the words mean, we need to understand what Beth Messiah uh, is. Uh, Beth Messiah uh, is a progressive synagogue. What do we mean by that? We mean an inclusive spiritual Jewish community of people who embrace Yeshua, the Messiah. People come from all different kinds of, of backgrounds. And how that works out depends on who we are and where we come from. Just like a person who lives in a country in which we were not born, we take on some of the customs and traditions of the place where we live. Our testimony is that we're a community of Jews and Gentiles. But we recognize that living in a Jewish place means that those who come from another place are welcomed to participate in, way, participate in ways that are healthy for each individual particular person. UMAX are not Jewish, but as you said, you desire to identify with the values and passions and priorities of the Jewish people. So to facilitate that with any, without any kind of cultural identity confusion, okay, we uh, have a life cycle event called Bar Avraham, son of Abraham. Of course, it is parallel to Bar Mitzvah, Bar or Bat uh, Mitzvah, uh, which means son of the a commandment. And as we all know, that is when a Bar Mitzvah is when a boy turns 13, He's considered an adult member of the congregation, and this is demonstrated by participation in the service, most specifically being called to the Torah. We call it Bar Avraham for you, Max, because it means exactly what it says. Son of Abraham, you, you are joined to Israel via faith, a spiritual son of Abraham, as it says in Romans chapter 4, right? Uh, a fa Abraham is the father of all who believe. You have prepared for this day the very same way a Jewish uh, young man would prepare, right? And again, we call it Bar Avraham because it accentuates the fact that you are a Gentile young man who feels called to participate with the Jewish people. And, of course, also like in a bar mitzvah for us here at Beth Messiah, that you're declaring publicly your commitment to the Lord and to Israel. Okay? And this is important. A, a rite of passage like this is important. Uh, because in your life, there may be times when you may be challenged in your faith, in Yeshua, and in your identity. And it's important that you can look back to signposts specific moments, you know, uh, in your life uh, where you have demonstrated your commitment to the Lord. When you prayed to receive Yeshua, when you were immersed, and certainly, hopefully, uh, today 
as well. What's kind of interesting about all of this is that we are always in the process of becoming. We are always in the process of moving forward. And so we are living in a day in between the first coming of Yeshua and the second coming of Yeshua. And that means, uh, as a community of believers, a Messianic Jewish community, we're always figuring out how does this work out in, in real life, you know, in, in practically speaking. Uh, you know, we're, we're a Jewish community, lots of people participate. How do we do this? How do we do this in a way that honors God? How do we do this in a way that doesn't confuse uh, who we are and, and uh, our identity and so on? We don't want, for example, young people to think, well, I grew up in a Messianic Jewish congregation. I must be Jewish. Uh, I had a bar mitzvah. I must be Jewish. It's like checking off all the things Jewish people do, you know? So uh, I must be Jewish. Well, we don't want you or anyone else, to have that kind of confusion. Our testimony is that we are Jews and Gentiles uh, that participate together, but we're in an ethnically Jewish sphere. And so, therefore, uh, we participate, therefore, in, in Jewish ways. And we're always a work in progress. You may attend someday a Messianic congregation that doesn't have something called a Bar Avraham, where everybody has a Bar Mitzvah. You may attend a Messianic Jewish congregation somewhere that you might, base, you might say, well, I don't see too many people like me around, you know? Uh, we're all in this process of becoming. And so here at Beth Messiah, we want to honor our identities, uh, whether it's a Jewish identity, part of the remnant of Israel, or a Gentile identity, standing with Israel. Sort of taking uh, uh, Genesis chapter 12, I will bless those that bless thee, and making it more than I'll pray for Israel or I'll support a Jewish ministry. But no, I'm, I'm placing my lot with the Jewish people by coming and being part of, not just coming and not just attending, but being part of a synagogue, a Messianic Jewish synagogue. And that is part of this a great a testimony uh, today. Now let's talk a little bit about your, uh, your portion, okay? Your portion from Deuteronomy chapter 7, which you read so well and from the Torah and, and uh, discussed uh, in your Devar Torah, in your speech, uh, it's about hope, right? Moses is reminding the people that if they walk with God, they'll have assurance that God is with them. And if they forget about God, they don't have that assurance of that uh, uh, protection. Now, it's interesting that uh, your Haftorah portion talks about Israel uh, it, at a place where Israel is uh, not really walking with, with the Lord, but he gives them some really good news, right? Your Haftorah portion describes the kindness, the mercy, and the grace of God that even though the people, that the people had indeed forgotten God, that he still provides a remedy. He still provides a remedy. And the remedy is the Messiah. And as you so well said, he is the Messiah of Israel for the world. This servant, whom we know to be Yeshua, the Messiah, came to restore Israel so that the Jewish people can be a testimony to the nations 
and that he is a light to the nations. And you are a testimony that Yeshua is indeed a light to the nations. And this rite of passage, your Bar Avraham, just uh, uh, really uh, magnifies that great truth. And you know what's interesting, it's not really just about you or me or, or us uh, who are here today. Because this is really the hope for the world, right? God has provided light, as your Haftorah says. A way out of the messes that we have gotten ourselves into. And we are living uh, in a day, and like I said last week, in a day means, I don't mean in a day like the last 10 years. Or in a day like, uh, you know, uh, uh, the la- this uh, 100 years. I mean a day like today, like uh, the 16th of August, uh, uh, 2014, where uh, there is horrifying news all over, the, all over the globe, right? And so what we are doing here today is like being at the tip of the sword of the light, you know, uh, uh, recognizing that God has provided for this lost and dying world a way out, a way of redemption. And you see, I hope and we hope uh, that throughout your life, Max, you will be a spokesperson for that good news that there is a way out and that way out is in the person of Messiah. It's interesting that in uh, Isaiah chapter 50, in verses 10 and 11, after the servant is described, uh, there, are, uh, there is an admonition. There is uh, directions of what to do with this information. And so uh, we read here in Isaiah chapter 50, in verses 10 and 11, Who is among you that fears the Lord, that obeys the voice of his servant, that walks in darkness and has no light? Let him trust in the name of the Lord and rely on his God. Then in verse 11 it says, Behold all you who kindle a fire, who encircle yourselves with firebrands. Walk in the light of your fire, and among the brands you have set ablaze. This you will have from my hand, and you will lie down in torment. What you have in verses 10 and 11 are two different ways to go. First of all, it says, the one who fears the Lord, the one who obeys the voice of his servant, the one who walks in darkness and has no light, let him trust in the name of the Lord and rely on his God. Now, it's interesting here. Uh, The word rely... Here, that's an interesting word in Hebrew. It means to lean, like leaning on a staff, like or you know, uh, like being a crippled or or having a, a broken leg, you know, and you lean on on a crutch. That's what the word is. Where it says rely, here in Hebrew, it means lean, right? And so the person who leans on God and trusts the name of the Lord, when we walk in darkness, which is inevitable in life, and we have no light of our own, we have God who is our light. We have uh, Yeshua, the light of the world. He is 
our light. And as we read in other places, he is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. And those lamps were little lamps. And you can't see way down the road, but you can see just a little bit ahead of you. So what he's saying here in verse 10 is, when it's dark, trust in God and lean on God. He'll get you there. He'll get you there. Right? And that's the one who obeys. That's the one who fears the Lord. Or rely on your own light. Create your own light. Figure it out all by yourself and see where that gets you. That's basically what verse 11 is saying. And isn't that, Max, what is so true about this world that we live in? That our world has, has and continues to figure it out all by itself. We've tried to figure it out, and look where it's gotten us. Look where it's gotten us through the span of world history. Of course I'm tempted, but I will not delineate all of those fires that we have lit ourselves because we've tried to figure it out. You know, it reminds me of a passage another place in Isaiah, in the 30th uh, chapter, where we read, Woe to the rebellious children, declares the Lord, who execute a plan, but not mine, and make an alliance, but not of my spirit, in order to add sin to sin. And so, Max, uh, the word here is for you and for all of us uh, here today, that may, may we be people who obey, that fear, that trust, and lean on God when there is no light. Let us not create our own light, but may we always follow uh, the light of God. And this is why you picked your passage in Romans chapter 4, because two great heroes of the Jewish world, Abraham and David, when they were in the dark, hoped against hope, right? As Abraham, Abraham uh, did. And David, when you read the Psalms, uh, we read about how there were times when he was in darkness. And he was encouraged because he, heard, he knew that God heard his prayer. Even though he was in the dark, he sought to follow the light. And so Paul gives us two great illustrations. Boy, if you really want to persuade people to follow the God of Israel in the right way, pick out two great heroes and say, look what they did. In, in, their, infallibility, in their fallibilities, warts and all, right? Uh, they followed uh, the light of, of a God. And so uh, in the New Covenant, Paul uh, uh, tells us that we indeed should have that kind of, of faith. But you know, there, there's something else. When you read in, in Isaiah chapter 50 about how the Messiah conducted himself, this passage tells us about the commitment of the servant, right? This is about the commitment of the servant of God, the commitment of Yeshua. And uh, this really is a life to be imitated, uh, to listen to the voice of God, to be able to communicate to others, that in the face of a persecution and in difficulty, not to turn back, but to keep on moving uh, uh, forward. 
and to recognize and remember that God is the one who helps and that you will indeed be vindicated and not ashamed. We need to live that life, that Yeshua life. That is the life of a servant. That is the life of a slave of Messiah. And that is why Paul says in various places, imitate me, imitate God. For example, you know, in, in Ephesians, uh, he says that in, in other places, uh, other places as well. And so our word to you, Max, our word to you on your Bar Avraham, from this passage of your Haftorah, who is among you who fears the Lord, that obeys the voice of his servant, that walks in darkness and has no light? Max, trust in the name of the Lord and rely on your God. Listen to me, all who pursue righteousness, who seek the Lord. Max, look to the rock from which you were hewn and to the quarry from which you were dug. And in light of your Romans passage, look to Abraham, your father, and to Sarah, who gave birth to you in pain. When he was one, I called him. Then I blessed him and multiplied him. Max, always remember where you come from. Always remember the rock from which you were hewn. The scriptures, your family, your grandmother, your grandfather, what you have learned here at Beth Messiah. Because in life, you will indeed be challenged in many ways. And always go back to where you come from in the simple faith, trusting, relying, leaning on the God of Israel. Amen.